What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Real Value Exchange. Man, so I've been sitting on this podcast now for a couple months, and there was a reason for it, too. I wanted to get to my actual marathon first, and I wanted to test her actual product before I really started to just kind of press heavy into it. Now, you've definitely heard about it on several other episodes. It's called Resync Your Core, and I have the owner and the founder and the creator of that product, Barbara Depta, on this episode. And honestly, I didn't want to put this out until I, until I got through a full recovery with it. And so... One of the coolest things about this product is that, it, for one, it's all natural. It's um, it's pretty much like a food supplement, but it's great for recovery. And Barbara Detta has a really interesting background. She's a high-performance coach, uh, fascia, fitness expert, um, just, you know, overall, one of those people that are just high impact. And one of the beauties about what she does, it's not that, it's not that she understands your body and how to and how to structurally put it together. She also combines it with the proper food supplements as well as the proper mindset to help you get there. She, and she's worked with some elite people too. So this is like a no joke type of thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, some of her clients are people like Ray Lewis, Anquan Bolden, Mark Ingram, um, just some heavy hitters there. You guys probably recognize a couple of those names in the pros. But man, um, I really enjoyed this, this whole conversation. And I first linked up with Barbara uh, through my colleague, we were at the NBA TA Combine out of Chicago, and my colleague Tracy, what's going on, Tracy? She's like, look, let's get you know a quick 30-minute meeting in with Barbara, um, and let's see if there's some you know type of synergies that both of our businesses could possibly benefit from. And I said, sure, I'll join, and I just got them from working out. And so, you know, quick 30 minutes, I got time for that. And honestly, whenever I once we sat down, I mean, it was two two and a half hour conversation ran into our very next meeting because we were just vibing so vibing so much. So I'm sure you guys will enjoy this conversation with the CEO of Resync Your Core with Barbara Debda. Enjoy. Funnies. Like people ask me all the time where I'm from and I say Pittsburgh, even though I haven't been there in ten years. <laughs> you know like where are you from? Because I'm thinking, where did I grow up? Where did my roots start? Where did I shape most of my character? Pittsburgh work ethic is kind of the thing that kind of runs through my veins, and that's that's how I think about it. But how you think about Poland, I think, is uh, is, is very similar, it's right? It's very similar. Yeah. So when people ask where I'm from, yeah. if I give them an answer from Florida, they're like, no, 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 but where are you really from? <laughs> is it kind of offensive whenever people ask you that, whenever they, whenever they say? You know, yeah. super good question, Yeah. because it depends how you look at it. Yeah. And as I'm walking, you know, from my hotel to, to here, I was literally contemplating about when people ask that question and you give them an answer and it seems like it's it's not good enough. Right. They were not ready right. for that. Yeah. Like you're lying. That's not <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And I said, no, I actually live in Florida. Are you asking me where I was born? Yeah. That's a different story. And it's the same when people would ask where I'm from and I say I'm from Poland. But before I answer, they say, oh, you're Russian. Mm. Back in the day, I would have a wrong relationship with that response. Hmm. It literally would almost, I would feel offended. And then I ask myself, why do I feel offended? Is it just my relationship with Russia and my relationship with the attitude of people and their balance of the country and the nationality and how they treat people and hmm. the economics and the politics? Sure. And you know what? I stopped actually having that attitude. I literally started to say, do you know what? People don't know any better. 
And even if they say Russia, just because of our accent, just because of our features, and unless you traveled to Eastern Europe, you just don't know. So it's okay not to know. And it's my almost, you know, kind responsibility to say to people, no, do you know what? But close enough. I'm from Poland. We're neighbors. I absolutely understand why you wouldn't know unless you've been there and you spent several, at least time, several years, right? Mm -hmm. So... It's the attitude that I have with that answer, not the question in itself. You know what's so interesting? So I, and I was one of those people because I had no clue about how Europe was really set up until I went there last year for some work and we were out there for about a week and a half. And, and even just understanding that whole dynamics between Eastern Germany and Western Germany. Huge. I mean, it's still, I mean, we forget how how close that was. I mean, it's a generation away, right? I mean, I mean, it, or maybe maybe two generations out now, right? Yeah. And and people were involved in everything that was going on, and so, you know, it, we tend to kind of be in our bubbles. Yes. Especially here in the states, <laughs> we get in our bubbles really well, and then we forget that there's other activities going on around the country, mm-hmm. and, and 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 we and we isolate ourselves, and we forget that oh man, this 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 is only 25 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. Hundred years sounds like a lot, but that's one. Per- that could be one person's lifespan, right? Absolutely. And so um, that's really interesting. And do you know what? When you think about that, it's not that we are in our own bubble because we want to be. Sure. It's what is available to us on a daily basis yeah, on the yeah, news. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know how we portray the image of Americans. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's not you. It's not me on TV. It's the people that represent this country. Yeah, it's kind of so crazy. So let's think about that because, you know, the same like I just said, people say we don't like Russian. Do we not like Russian or we don't like Putin? Right. He is the head of the country, right? The same is here. Are we really living in the bubble? Yeah. Or do you know some people that are visible, that represent this country, that are on the daily ba- basis on the news, that they might be in the bubble. And they speak about you know the society here, what's happening in DC, what happens in the different cities. You know, the difference is also when you go to Europe, you turn on the, you will turn on any news and what it starts it starts with international news wow it's not bbc but it's your national news that they start with international news Hmm. here is the other way around everything local and then maybe a slight little bit tiny bit right of something happening in china or our president did something here and there connected or Mm -hmm. said something magical on twitter (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so (laughs) it's just it's the as in anything in life, it comes from the head. Yeah. Right? It does. And it, we can't really blame the society. Yeah. Because you would be surprised how sometimes I have a amazingly connected and amazingly deep conversations with people that I would never think that they know mm-hmm. about history of Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. That they know who was, you know, the president in the 80s mm-hmm. who really took us from communism. Right. From socialistic country into, you know, democratic. Like... So it's surprising. There are some people, and many of them in the United States, who care, who are more interested. Oh, yeah. But bottom line, as you said, the top of the top have their own bubbles, and they live in them. 100%. Comfortable. You, you know, it's a perfect segue, because that's why I even got into doing podcasting. Because I was like, I'm tired of just letting everybody else dictate all these stories that are being told. And I was like, I'm going to put some, I'm going to put my own stamp on it. I mean, I feel like... 
I'm not a horrible person. I know some people that aren't that horrible, <laughs> right? Sure. So let's just have a conversation with them and then we can have our own platform to kind of go about doing whatever we're uh, up to. And, you know, that that's that's really cool because that's one of the reasons I was like, oh, we got to link up. I got to get you on the podcast because so to kind of give the backstory for everybody. Well, we, first of all, thank you for having me. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> and just for everybody listening, we are speaking with Barbara Depta and so we first linked up at the NBA Combine Week uh, through a colleague, Tracy. Thanks, Tracy. Hello. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, it was one of those things where um, I was getting done with the workout. Tracy was like, hey, you should come meet somebody. I think it's going to be pretty interesting for our business. I was like, oh, who is it? You know, how are they hell? What's the angles? And she's like, I'm not sure. We should just go talk. And I'm like, <laughs> as long as you don't mind talking to me sweaty, I'll come. <laughs> and she's like, if they're okay with that, let's go. And she's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I think it's gonna be pretty relaxed. So we get there. And I, I mean, I was, I was blown away. Honestly blown away by not just, you know, your business that, that, that like you had invested so much effort and time into and the research and just really trying to uh, debunk a lot of these other food companies and supplement companies that are doing things kind of, uh, I, I got a lot of opinions about that. But <laughs> I love that piece of it, but I love your passion for it as well. And you have a Rolodex that goes through the roof of people that you have helped do this with. So, so it was like, it was like, okay, great business, like that check, passionate, and got some proof behind what she's up to. I was like, all right, I, I want to figure out how I can support, how I can help. And, you know, not that I have a huge, massive push, but anything that we can do to kind of help you, uh, I definitely wanted to dive into it. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I don't know that note. You do have a push. <laughs> do you know what? It's That's exactly the beauty of all of us individuals. Yeah. That's how, you know, systems are built. That's how great companies are built. Mm -hmm. That's how the little people that have such a huge power and passion in them are starting to be visible. Mm -hmm. Yes, we don't have an access to, do you know what? Like we were just saying, BBC, NBC, CCN, all of those, you know, great visible channels, but you created your own. And for that, I really give you a huge, huge respect. I appreciate it that. It takes time. It yeah. takes dedication to start something on your own yeah. and believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself first, who else is going to believe in you? Dude, well, I mean, you're doing the same thing, though. <laughs> Indeed. You, you are yes. carving out yes. your own place in the world, and, and you have your own, um, and you got some really good products that you already have out. And just chopping it up a little bit last night while we were talking, I mean, just things that you're working on down the line seem to be really encouraging. But I want to tap back into a little bit of your history first. So let's sure. let's talk about a little bit. Of, well, we always talk about where you're from. You're from Poland originally. Yes. But you're also an athlete. So let's kind of dive into that aspect of life. Yeah. So it, it's pretty amazing how you know the life journey took me even to United States. Here I am, coming from a tiny town in Poland, yeah. right, <laughs> south close to Czech Republic. Gymnast. My father was a gymnast. He got way higher in the sport than I did. Wow. And it's just because exactly of the injury that I had. So I had a broken elbow. Mm. Nonetheless, it wasn't an open uh, you know, fracture. It should be pretty easy uh, rehab. Nonetheless, the doctor was drunk at the ER. Wow. Put a cast on. The bones grew in a wrong place. Very quickly, after two weeks, I actually had uh, almost like a blockage. It didn't so, set properly, I guess? Or, or, yeah, it uh. didn't set properly. But the more important even part was that there was uh, 
almost assist creating, so there's no blood flow going Ooh. through. And you could see through that cast, Joe. And here I am, eight years old. Oh, this happened at eight? Eight years old. Oh, and I could, I was sitting, I remember like it happened literally yesterday, on the couch, and my hand started to be swollen, like fingers bigger than my father. And I was showing this to my dad, and I was saying, you know, I remember this literally so vividly. It, Daddy, it hurts, it itches, oh, wow. it, I can't move my fingers, and automatically, we, you know, luckily we lived across the street from hospital. My dad took me there, and it's after already the cast was on for two weeks, and I supposed to hold it for three weeks, and then the rehab should start it. So we went to ER, the doctor looked at it, he was like, who did this? Wow. It grew in the wrong place, there was a cyst, the blood flow wasn't going properly through. He was like, you could lose your daughter if you waited another 12 hours. Wow. So it was pretty dramatic, just the event in itself, how the injury happened. I literally remember how I failed in the training. That emotional scar mm -hmm. stayed with me, Joe, for a very long time. Mm. Like literally until I came to US and I started to do more manual therapies and understood how hands-on therapies can actually take you out of your emotional imbalances. Wow your emotional pain that actually affects your posture, actually affects your movement, not only your psychological stability, that took many years. So think 22 years at the least, Wow! before I figure it out on my own, what really was happening. Hmm. It was really traumatic. So as a young gymnast, that was done for me. That hand never got back to the same. I still cannot pronate my elbow. Wow. Like my forearm is just not functioning. So later on in life, I realized how I was compensating with my shoulder, mm -hmm. how I actually got knee injury, how actually that affected my, you know, herniated disc, C6, wow. C6. And all of a sudden, you know, doctors are saying, don't do this, don't do that. And I'm like, I'm a former athlete. Then I became, you know, basketball player. I played semi-prop to my grad school. Talk about that then. So, so you have a messed up elbow. You, you, yes. you, don't, you don't have like full range of motion and then you get into basketball? Yes. So, you know, here I am, you know, little powerhouse yeah. gymnast that was told that she cannot do anything. My parents decided to put me to a musical school. Okay. I mean, you just killed my passion right there. <laughs> <laughs> just going from a, being a gymnast, yeah. they are like, well, you will go on a violin. I'm like, what? Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Every piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the instrument, the sound that was coming out of it. it My dog was running away from me when he <laughs> heard it. I mean, it was just a show yeah. at circus in the house. My dad is like, she hates it. Yeah. We cannot hear the sound. Like, it was just a massive mess. Sure. Oh, I gave myself a few months. I'm like, no. So <laughs> I asked my dad, I'm like, buy me a basketball ball. Okay. And you know, here we are, still in communism. Nothing was accessible so easily. Right. You know, you had to work so much as a parent to get your child that basketball. I appreciate my parents' hard work so much, Joe. It's beyond unbelievable. Hmm. So when I got that basketball for Christmas, mm -hmm. we'll never forget that. It was like my best friend, mm -hmm. like ever since. So maybe at that stage, I'm nine. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to dribble and figuring out how to do it. And I probably take 10 steps before I shot my first <laughs> you know, shot. Just traveling with I'm it. Just yeah, being, you know what? Just going around it's and being happy. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Listen, loved it. Mm -hmm. 
we started <laughs> to have little camps at grammar school. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to do, you know what, dribbling better, starting to have really better coordination. With my right hand, I really avoided the left. I mean, here is how. You can't pronate the arm. Yeah, how are you going to dribble properly? That's right. It's almost impossible. So I started to, you know what, wave with my shoulder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Compensate it with the shoulder. Absolutely. But without even realizing that I was doing it, right? As a young kid, you're not paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. You're just doing what your body is kind of adapting to. Well, they always say that athletes are the best compensators. Because, you know, normally they're athletic, the body can move in different, you know, they're a little more powerful. Absolutely. And so you can push push yourself through in ways that may you probably shouldn't push, <laughs> right? But you just don't know any better. And yeah. not even that you don't know. You're not aware. Your awareness is on not that level. But your body is intelligent enough mm -hmm. to connect the dots and say, hey, this is not moving, but this can't move. Mm -hmm. So let's utilize that. And later on in life, you know that you have injuries, additional. Right. That... It's not like anyone expected. And in that stage, again, we're speaking like 89, literally. That's back in the day. That was a good year. Oh, it was amazing year. <laughs> so many political little things happen. Sure. I mean, this is when I feel like I started to play and have fun with basketball as a child. So whenever my homework was done, I would be outside shooting, mm -hmm. shooting, 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 playing. Like you couldn't take away that ball away from me. Mm -hmm. And that literally took me to high school i was an excellent student that came always first but the moment my you know homework was done i would be outside always playing with the boys mm -hmm. always Tumble. i mean they know it right <laughs> they push i push back they step on me we push each other i learned the toughness that's good oh it was incredible i will yeah. always be it's me and like my friend she ended up actually playing in a national team uh for czech republic oh wow and yeah it was the two of us i never got that far uh but it was the two of us playing with the boys and I loved it because it really made us tough. It showed you the dedication. We were watching them, the move, what they were creating. Some you know, putting a trampoline and jumping from it to dunk it. Wow. I mean, it was crazy stuff. So, you know, that got me to college. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go to college to play basketball, but I ended up playing basketball. Um, and I, you know, have great grades, so I had my scholarship. Um, sport and uh, educational scholarship. Mm -hmm. So it was great. I got so far because of one sport didn't work yeah. and the passion turned into a team sport from being individual. But that passion, dedication to your craft yeah. really allowed me to be the CEO that I am today. Dude, I mean, you know, it makes a so. I always love hearing about people's backstory because normally there's these patterns in life. Yes. And, you know, and so whereas you kind of go through this one level of phase, you have some and uh, whether it's emotional or whether it's physical or whether it's in business or school, there's some trauma that happens. Oh, and it, there's some necessary trauma, too. I always Absolutely. say I, I think there's a good, healthy level of breaking down whatever you thought was right. <laughs> but you don't want to get injured to where you're you, you can't recover. Um, I know how that feels to have an injury. It took me like, you know, I could have easily bounced back from my injury within uh, four months. I was out for two years mentally. Mentally, because mentally I just couldn't overcome what happened and what I was working towards and then that disappointment behind it, right? And so, but, you know, being, having that, having that history now applying it to what you're up to, to help other people, 
is phenomenal. Now, talk about that emotional transfer that happens during like injuries a little bit. I think it's because the most important part that not just athletes, but people on a daily basis. So yesterday at the expo, yeah. I had a chance to meet some people that were injured. Yeah. And not that, you know, injured people were the majority at the expo. They were the minority. Yeah. And it just happened to look at someone who had fused spine from C2 to C7. And I really took my time because I know how emotionally it impacts that person, his wife that was standing next to him, and how now what's happening, if it's not going to be addressed, it's going to impact him for the rest of his life. So I literally pulled him on a side and I said, listen, I don't know you personally. I really do not know the entire story, why you are where you are, why you had your spine fused. Mm -hmm. But here's what I would like to invite you to do. His, was, his entire posture was caved in. Mm -hmm. So it tells me automatically the thoracic spine, the diaphragm is just collapse. Wow. Emotions, Joe. This is where we live in. This is where your heart is. This is the protective part of our body. And it's not just that after surgery this happens. We sit like that all day long, typing, being on the phone. We collapse our thoracic spine, our chest that the guys work on so strong every day in the gym. <clears throat> Feel like a turtle. Chest, chest, chest. <laughs> yeah, chest there. But we don't realize how we keep and almost store like in a cage emotions. And it's lacking that opening. It's lacking that balance. It's lacking that diaphragm to actually function correctly. The digestion to take place. We talk about people having so so many diseases, yeah. so many gut issues, and gut is connected to the mind. Lack of proper digestion affects the clarity of a mind. Clarity of a mind affects your performance, regardless if you are an athlete or not. I mean, we all perform every day. So I took this man and I literally gave him a tools and ideas how to even sit when he eats because he said, oh, he was like, oh my God, Barbara, it happens with digestion. And, you know, doctors give me additional, of course, drugs yeah. to digest. I'm like, no, 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 no. It happens with your posture. It starts with your posture. That's reflux type of, type of Absolutely. Yeah, that's so commonly passed. So I literally took and showed him on a chair how to put one of those soft, you know, like a myofascia balls. So this man could absolutely, like, instead of going cave in, yeah. to just support while he's eating and drinking so digestion could take place. His wife is starting to cry. She goes, oh, mine. Wow. That's so simple. We all have tears in our eyes, different expo, right? Supplements, here I am, CEO. Yeah. Instead of speaking about, you know, the proprietary ingredients in my, in my product, I just took my time because I know how he felt. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I felt it, that injury, emotional pain in that elbow, holded me emotionally to grow as a coach, wow. as a wife, as a person mm -hmm. in this universe. And let's just go into, exactly how that happens. Yeah. So here you have disappointment. I can't do what I love doing. Mm -hmm. That's transferred directly to my feelings. That's hard, that's collapsing. That penetrated into my entire visceral system. Joe, I didn't 
feel that until I started to go and I'm just blessed to have powerful people in the field of movement mm -hmm. and especially hands-on therapy. In Poland, I was never introduced to that. I don't think even in the United States, people still are introduced. It's starting to be a better pattern. Yeah. But the power was here I am in a therapy place in Delray Beach, a dear colleague of mine, uh, Ray Crowley. I, we started to really work together because he has a hyperbaric chambers. Mm -hmm. And I started to send the top professional athletes and NFL players I've worked with. And I knew that they need to get more oxygen for a better recovery. Not those sleepy bags that you know cost 25K, cost athletes so much money. If you're listening and you bought one of them, fool. You are a fool <laughs> and I'm sorry, sell it, get your money back because it doesn't work. Like a freaking placebo effect. <laughs> so true. Seriously. Man, you know what? There's so much garbage out there. Absolutely. It and just makes me angry. No, it's good. No, no, it's 100% right because it's one of those things where there's so much garbage in the market and then people say, oh, it, it doesn't work. You know? No, the real one works. Of you course. have to bring the pressure so much higher that the sleeping back can go in. So <laughs> even you know, a few athletes that I work with, like perfect example was you know Ray Lewis. He got one of those. And when we started to work, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And he goes, well, I, isn't that what I'm supposed to use? I'm like, no. And it was, a, he's supposed to just make that you know purchase. I'm like, no, don't let it happen. Save your $25,000. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do the right thing, go and dive into the real medical one because that is the power. Yep. There's a huge miscommunication and there are, you know, of course, companies trying to make the money and, you know, sell to those pro athletes. Yep. And unfortunately, those do not make the right research. Mm -hmm. They don't do it. They are not associated with the right people. They, of course, push them to just make that sale so they get their compensation for that. Yep. It's like partially, you know, you're looking at it and I'm like, you know what? It was your choice. You brought that person into your camp, into your support box. That's your awareness. That's your choice. That's your decision. You kind of have to put people in the you've made it. Nobody forced you. It was your personal professional decision. I hope you've learned on your mistake. Why do you think there's so many leaders in the in the health industry that seem like they do they 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 choose not to spend time doing the homework to figure out what's best for their for their patients? You know, there are so many um, external factors going to the answer because yeah. there are some phenomenal athletes yep. that got where they are because of having access to fortunately the right people. Hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. At the get-go, right away, they were blessed to have those people around them. Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, the other spectrum of athletes that somehow with their personality and their, you know, glow. The glow. <laughs> they invite <laughs> the wrong people. It's like their yeah. showman is really a wrong invitation to the wrong groups groups of people coming to them and then they don't take the time because if you have that lack of awareness right away that with your personality you do that mm -hmm. you're not aware of doing it somebody needs to come to your life and shake you almost take you to a corner and say hey have you realized abc took place it's like asking the right questions right and top athletes are not taking the time to ask those right questions. Mm. And then they trust those people that they were there since they were little. Right. 
but I grew up with him, man. Mm -hmm. He's been there all the time. That's great. Let him be that cheerleader yeah. on the sidelines. <laughs> right. Okay? That's great. That's where his place is. Is he the medical professional? No. Is he, do you know what, in a research department for the last 20 years? No. no. Has he worked with professional athletes and helped him anyway? No. He's your buddy. You gotta have those people in your life. That's great. Have them to cheer you on. But don't make them the decision makers. That's how players go broke. Yep. That's how players go injured. That's how exactly things happen that I wish. And they're not hard to prevent. Clarity on the mind, Joe, again. Yeah. Literally clarity on the mind. How, how do you help your, your, your athletes and your, and your clients that, are, that have to make those tough choices about relationships in their life, right? Because, because, because I, I, honestly, you know, there's, there's the X's and O's of, okay, I do this so I can rehab, and that's great. And that's a piece of it. But then you also have the external factors with relationships and, you know, the whole business aspect of things, right? How do you help them get that clarity of mind and say, you know what, you got to make these tough choices and, I mean, because I think that's something that a lot of people um, don't have a lot of people in, in their corner really helping them, you know, push forward on those things. Sure. And you know what? It's uh, I was blessed because as a former athlete going through traumatic injuries. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, at some point we'll get into how I really kind of healed myself out of it and how the oh, yeah. manual therapies got me out of the pain, how much tears I lost, but how much joy they brought. I educate myself on fascia, right? Because I realize how the fascia holds the emotions in. We have different layers of that connective tissue penetrating through our body underneath the skin. And I have a chance to work with athletes, having them on a table, almost vulnerably laying down. Mm -hmm. And that's when my passion as a coach comes in to ask the right questions mm. as I work on the body. That's really interesting way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, twofold. there was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so you're kind of hitting like two angles at once there, right? Correct. In, in actual physical, while they're in pain, releasing the pain, and then having conversations, is that right? And sometimes they, Jeez. it's not actually even, you know, I have so many of them, and, and one of my favorite is really, and I'm not going to draw, drop some names, but no, he's go, still go playing, it. he's <laughs> he's still in the league, and I could see he's lost. Uh, lost. Yeah. Too many women around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so easy to do that, I could imagine. You got people yeah, running up on you all the time. Exactly. But it's like he was in a, do you know what, in a... Uh, safety position but i could see him you know in a corner position ah. and i said you know there was so much growth i could see it but i knew he almost didn't believe in himself mm. enough you see that everywhere yeah everywhere and you yeah. can see that in the eyes you can you can sense yeah. it man so clearly and that's how i love to connect with them mm. and it's always you know here i am female in nfl you know what uh and I, I'm blessed to be able to work with players across the entire league, but I happen to work with, you know, the Baltimore Ravers for so many years. And I connected with many players that don't work, that don't play for that team anymore. But I would always start with a hug. And of course, do you know what? Here is the area. Female is hugging the yeah. males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, 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 what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> no. What is the intention of the hug? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is the purpose of the hug? Yeah making them feel i'm here for you hey 
Let's take a few deep inhales, exhales as we are hugging. So we connect on a deep level. Mm-hmm. Come and see me. Let's work on things that nobody's willing to work with you wow. or they expect from you to be there. Then they go home. The female expect, well, where have you been? You haven't, you know, you don't know what's going on with the kids. Here's what we have to, you know what, do. And here's what still hasn't been done. And it's the personal and professional space they need. But the 100% I try to coach the players, they need to be available hmm. on the field and outside of the field. There's no 50-50. Have you ever seen 50-50 relationship work. working? It doesn't work. It's 100%, right? Have you seen business working 50-50? Mm. Well, what is she going to do for me? I'm like, what are you going to do for yourself? Mm. If you don't want to work on a relationship, when you don't want to work on your craft, mm-hmm. it's not what the defense does because the offense doesn't work. It's This is my challenge always in any team sports. Offense, defense. Well, they suck. It's on them. No. Be the man. Mm-hmm. If you do 100%, mm-hmm. there is the chance that you're going to win that game. Don't look what's not being done. Look what you can do, how you can contribute, and what you can see that it's not there, but it should be present. The same as in relationship, that's why sometimes I take the players and I just ask them questions that they are not ready for. Like, why are you asking me this? I'm like, how about you don't answer question with question, but actually answer the question? It's a smooth way to try to get the question, right? Yeah. They're like, well, I didn't expect that, but nobody ever asked me that. And I said, that's right. Nobody asked you, but the question is why they didn't ask. Yeah. What isn't that is stopping you from getting from A place to B? I haven't thought about that. Who do you need in your box that you don't have? Who do you talk on a daily basis that keeps you motivated, keeps you straight, keeps your thought aligned right what do you do from the morning you wake up to keep your body structurally balanced i would be waiting for some players at 6 30 in the morning on the do you know what turf and if they are not i'm going to the locker room and they're like hey b is here waiting for you oh no <laughs> tell her i'm not here i'm like i heard that asshole. Yeah, i'm like yeah, come yeah. out i'm like i'm not going anywhere you got my ass out i'm like yours should be coming out let's go 100 percent, yeah there are some that's good though i mean oh. dude, you know you you would think that they would have more people like that exactly. around them exactly you would think that yeah but it's, it's not, not the, the case. case no it's not it's bananas. and it's 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 sad in a way it joe is. it's really sad because i talk about some of the players that are retired right now what we wish was there that it's not there but i don't blame the league for it there's nobody to blame Keep yourself accountable. Hmm. Keep yourself in check. It's your craft. It's your job. But it's your passion. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about coaching. I'm passionate about you know, business right now. My new platform where healthy movement, communication, and nutrition meets. Yeah. You can't talk about one thing. You can't be an excellent athlete just because you have fundamental and extraordinary biomechanical skills. That will get you just so 100%. What's next? Yeah. 
Where are you going to, you know, get the proper nutrition? Where are you going to, who is going to be the one that is going to guide you prior, during, and post-workouts? The nutrition is so different. The things that you need are so different. I don't expect you to know it. You didn't go to school for that. You are not passionate about that. But if your body is what gets you on the field and gets you make money and makes you call, be called professional athlete, take your time. To learn it. To learn it yeah. or get people surrounding by you that know better than you. I res have a huge respect for some, you know, top of the top. Let's take a Tom Brady. Yeah. He probably spent a lot of money, maybe one-tenth of his, you know what, paycheck mm -hmm. that he spent for the coaching, that he spent for taking care of the body. There's no other way to do it if you want to be in the league for not just three, five years. Yeah but 10 up. Those are the ones that spend money for physical therapists. Yep. They have their coaches. Listen, I was traveling with Ray Lewis yeah. before he got out. I wish, and we spoke about that, he wished he knew earlier. There are so many young athletes right now, they need to know better. They need to get in the beginning of the stage of their profession so they can prevent those injuries. Because unfortunately, let me tell you, the hard part is they are injured in the college. It doesn't happen in the NFL. Mm. The collegiate coaches need to get a better education. They need to start paying attention. They need to get a better funds. They need to teach the athletes how to train properly. Get seriously, get yourself more aligned as a strength coach. No more modalities. If you don't know, send your athletes to the right people so they get the help. The challenge is also, Joe, I can't put it just on the strength coaches, unfortunately. It's the timing. Hmm. Those athletes are like professional athletes. They're constantly on the go. They need to study. They need to train. They need to rehab. They need to do so many things. By the time they get to professional leagues, they don't even know what's off. It's just a matter of a one good training, yeah. one camp. Like when I took the rookies one year, I couldn't believe it. This is a good one. I took the rookies. Line it up. Let's talk about it. Mm. <laughs> My job was to put them through a core training camp. Yeah? My favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And the core I teach them doesn't start in your abs. The core starts from the ground up. The proper structural balance in your feet has an effect how you engage your quads. If you don't engage your quads correctly, your hamstrings are going to be affected. If your hamstrings are overloaded, you will get strain, you will get the pulse, your lower back will go out. That is going to affect your rotation, that is going to affect your speed, that is going to affect your power and so forth and we can go on and on and on. So I did a you know, training for those youngsters and they're like, you know, the, the words that were coming out of them, them were just funny and we were laughing because, shit, she's killing me. What are you doing? I'm done. I can't do it. I'm like, I took, I showed time out. I said, seriously? Yeah. I'm like, are you going to about this right now? Yeah. I'm like, if you cannot go through my core workout, you have no chance to sustain in NFL. Wow. Like zero. I'm like, and I had like maybe 25 of them. I'm like, if two of you will survive this camp, I'm like, congratulations to you. And there is the silence. Like you can hear that fly. And I'm like, yeah, got the message, let's go. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't fight for excuses. Don't make me look at you like you are weak. 
Don't fight for excuses. Man, you hear a lot of people being stuck on that though, right? Why? Why you are... People are looking for excuses. Oh, I didn't do it because I don't care why you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be in NFL? Why do you want to be called professional athletes? Mm-hmm. That fame comes with responsibilities. Mm-hmm. That fame comes with additional like load of actually skills that you didn't gain when you were getting to NFL. That is another level. Like the players, you know, think, oh, oh, they got drafted. Do you know how many players got drafted? And yeah, listen, yeah. every year. Exactly. Yeah, Even the plus. number one picks yep. are failing. Mm-hmm. Too much fame is getting to them too quickly. <laughs> Again, wrong people around them. Nobody to keep them structural balance Mm -hmm. and listen it comes to movement it comes to nutrition it comes to decision making it comes to communication Joe with yourself first yeah how sure how much do you trust yourself wow that's a good point that you can do it how much you can admit you don't know how much are you going to fight with that ego that will not allow you ever to go to the next level? Do you know how much I see that in NFL? It's painful. Painful. Hmm. And do you know how well I am connected to the few that allows the woman to get in deeper, mm-hmm. to penetrate, mm-hmm. and actually will lay down and say, hey, B, it's cool. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Can we talk about this? Do you know what? More? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate when a man can, anyone, let's just say, let's just not make it gender specific. Sure. But because I work 99% with men, yeah, yeah. we will be speaking about them. I love the fact that men can admit, I don't know. Tell me more about it. I want to know. Ego's a trip, man. I mean, especially whenever you get to that level, being an, an um, elite athlete and having just everything that comes with that, not just the salary, not just the exposure and, the, you know, everybody's trying to elevate you all the time, right, to be something um, sometimes more than what you really are, right? Correct. I mean, I mean, so being able to break down the egos is one of the biggest things I, I see in any aspects of growth, especially, you know, it's funny because being in the gym and you have this, you know, remarkable fitness and just understanding of the body and fashion, everything else, understanding, right? It correlates to everything else in life. Tremendously. Doesn't it? I mean, tremendously. it correlates to business, it correlates to, I mean, not just health, obviously, but your relationships and everything else. Like you, you put ego in any of those situations and the same stuff happens. You know, perfect example. It had to happen finally when that player was injured and Draft pick number one, mm. injured of an injury, injury over injury. And finally, I walked to him and I said, when will you allow yourself to being out of the injuries? Wow. Wow. He was stuck, in a, he was stuck being injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to do that, too. And it's like... Easy to do that. Because mommy was too much in his life. Mm. Mommy was doing things for him. Mm. Mommy was constantly, you know, cooking and doing things. And mommy was there to fix things. Yeah. It was the syndrome of a little boy. Mm. But you are in NFL. Mm-hmm. Are you a little boy or are you a man? Right. If you can handle that cash, <laughs> if you can take it and sign that contract, step up, boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm so straight about that. Like, let's get you straight. Mm-hmm. You can sign the contract 
You can man Put up too. the big pants, pennies on. <laughs> Seriously. No more shorties. Put no the more boy big, shorts, huh? Yeah. And I'm really so direct about that, you can tell. Yeah. And they laugh about that, but I really take them on the side and I said, listen, that comes with changes. Yeah. That comes with new adaptations. That comes with habits. Habits get us sometimes into trouble. And again, it's the maturity, emotional maturity, that it's not being addressed in those professional leagues. And I wish, you know, we pay so much to, you know, strength coaches, head coaches, head coaches more than strength coaches, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, I almost wish that the strength coaches were educated more about that, almost like had a course. Clarity, emotion, habits, relationships, communication, different stages that were addressed. How to address challenges. Joe, now we're speaking of positions. Right. I mean, look at NFL, how many positions we have. Quarterback, decision maker. How do you communicate with that player? I was blessed this offseason to work with two different quarterbacks, right? Mm -hmm. One injured, one not injured. And it was all about first movement, shifting weight, shifting, trusting your body, hmm. trusting your biomechanics before you make that decision. It's so important. We just expect the players to show up, be ready, let's go. You should be able to make that. That's not the case. Right. They didn't go through the stages. They are phenomenally gifted. Mm -hmm. But at some point, there is the hit into the knee. There is the hit into the back. That's trauma, mm -hmm. not just physiological or physical. That's emotional as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God forbid that player is injured. Now he doubts himself. Now he relies on the people that are hired by the team to fix him. Right. What if the people don't know any better? And I've seen it, they don't. He relies on them. What happens? Injury just goes from one season to another. Yep. His livelihood, his passion, his everything he worked for all his life is gone. Mm -hmm. you, know what's, you know what's crazy about that is that it's, it's, it's such a true and common, common place that a lot of players go through. But man, I see everyday people dealing with this too. Oh, you know, and and, and that's where, and, and I'm I'm ready to make that transition now and talk more about what you're up to with with your business too, because yeah, but it's just you know, it's like the NFL in itself, like it's the, <laughs> just players. Yeah. I mean, as a former athlete, never who got to that level, yeah, right? Yeah, I just love that energy. I love the passion they bring, and then I just want to spank them when the ego is on its way and I'm like dude you don't even know how good you can be yeah you don't even see it I'm like let me show you yeah and you know sometimes I love the fact that I stick to the ones that don't believe hmm. that I stick to the ones that they don't know any better mm -hmm. and the ones that are I'm cool be I will do it it will come no BS it will not come yeah, it's not it will come not come yeah. if you are not going to do it it's not going to come and sometimes I have, you know, the joy. Unfortunately, it's, it's the funny part is that when they get the awesome contract, I don't get any percentage of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start, start structuring these deals a little bit different, right? Get yourself I, a nice 5 to 10%. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
you know, my favorite one recently was uh, Ryan Jensen. And if you will be listening to him, he will be laughing. He got <laughs> such a good contract, right? Yeah. And it was one of the perfect examples of me getting his ass on the field and doing drills. Mm -hmm. Different drills because I could see when he was a rookie, he, he even told me, he was like, listen, you didn't even want to deal with me. I'm like, you were not ready. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to put the time to do what it would take to be on another level. Mm -hmm. But as the time went on and he was in the third, fourth year, now you have a year where decision is making. You're out of your rookie contract. Now you have to pay attention. Now you have to show up really because teams are watching yeah. and either one team will keep you or another will grab you. And I didn't want to quit on him. That was the time when I said, listen, I'm on you. I would literally grab him. I would connect him to registered dietitian because I knew that he needs to pay attention to his weight. I would pay attention to his structural balance, not just on the table. I would force him to do drills on the field. He hated how many B words I've heard you be you this. I'm like, bring it on. I'm like melody to my ear. I'm like, I don't care because I know what I can get out of you. Mm -hmm. By the end of the season, you will thank me. Mm -hmm. And he did. And I'm so happy for him for Tough you know, love. Oh, phew, listen. And here we are with the millennial mm -hmm. softness. But dude, this is why I think your business is going to be dope. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's not only a great product, but it's that type of mentorship and coaching that is needed to be a proper CEO. A hundred percent. People like to go through and, and don't get me wrong. I think you do have to make quick choices and turn and burn people yeah. whenever they're not, you know, sure. once they're not doing the, the actual part. But a lot of times people just need to be pushed in the right direction and they need tough love, but it needs to not be this, um, business only approach yeah and you know what you let's, know? let's face it that you know you were probably raised different way than i was sure tough love can be very ambiguous yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to come with a um physicality <laughs> it doesn't have to come with a punishment tough yeah, yeah. love could be very encouraging yeah, yeah it really can be that's the beauty if you utilize the right words if you use the proper guidance it's more invitational it's encouraging, mm -hmm. it's pushing them forward instead of holding them back. That's what I like to use even, you know, I have phenomenal assistant. Mm -hmm. She fished Columbia University. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great school. I mean, she's my assistant. Oh, yeah. I'm so blessed. But she is that young female who believes. She believes in me and she believes in my vision of what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. I appreciate so much. I can trust her with everything. In a very short period of time, she becomes my right hand. Right. And I want her to have that feel of that, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it because I get the right guidance. And you know, in the beginning, people don't have that trust in themselves. And so, and, and so that's my point exactly. Like, so for my uh, the, the last three startups, not my current business that I'm, that I'm working with, but the last three companies I was with, I mean, it was, it was startups. We were all about the same age. I was a couple years older or, you know, a couple years younger, but I had been through enough of checking my own ego through failing oh. at my own businesses and, and like every, you know, all the rest of that jazz that, that pretty much comes with it. And I saw whenever the ego was tapping in and I'm like, dude, you're the CEO. You gotta, you gotta drop that so you can help everybody else excel. But if you hold on to your position and try to, and try to be the, the actual strong arm and not, give the tough love and that kind of coach and guide your actual players or employees to kind of grow, then 
the business is going to kind of go by the wayside. And, then, and that's what happens. You have great products out there a lot of times. Sometimes, I should say this, you have a lot of good products, very few great ones. But you have a lot of good products out there that should get the exposure, that should be known to the marketplace. But they don't get they it don't. because from the top down, starting at the top, that CEO or that person at the top, the board, whoever's you know really trying to run it, they kind of lose sight of bringing up the rest of the team with them. And, uh, and you see great things that should be available to everybody that aren't. I'll give you a perfect example of what you just said. So here I am, invested my own money. You know, as a coach, I love movement. It's my passion. Right. And hopefully I'm coming up with the little new tool that I told you about yeah, to yeah. increase proper mobility from the ground up, right? Ankle mobility, but then paying attention to the core stability. Mm -hmm. Again, coaching great athletes, how your feet mm -hmm. can actually engage your core correctly and how shifting your weight will allow you to do that. And you have classes for this online? Or, um, coming oh, up okay, in okay. July because okay. I'm, I'm literally, as we're speaking, tomorrow I will get my... Um, my prototype into my hand nice. like literally i can't wait so i'm looking forward to that but on the note that you just the the thing that you've stated about you know great products or good companies should be known there but they're not let me give you an example so i invested my own hard you know earned money mm -hmm. i sold my condo that i was raised in poland to invest into my supplement product right oh. to hire the researcher to do the work like my husband looks at me he was like honey those are your money. I'm like, I know, sweetheart. I'm like, trust me on this one. It will pay off. So all of a sudden, you know, it's tough because yeah. there is no savings. There is the, do you know what, hesitation. Should I, should I not? 100%, I didn't doubt myself. I got to go yeah, in. got to go in. So, That's beautiful. But so here is what I did. I went in and I have phenomenal clients that, you know, watched me. And they were just watching how far I get by myself to a certain level. And then one of them decided to invest into me. He didn't invest into the product because the product didn't exist yet. He really invested into me. And then we tried to bring somebody from the supplement industry to help us. Joe, wrong person. Wrong person charging us on a monthly basis, you know, X amount of money, a lot of money. Some people don't make that for two months that he was getting per month to be available for a phone call, a 30 minutes. Fee, huh? One of those great consultants coming, coming I by. I fired him after <laughs> three months. Yeah. I said, man, I don't care how well known you are. I don't care what you have achieved with another you know, juice company. Yeah. You're deteriorating my well-being all right let's let's talk about this whole supplement company because this is one of the things that uh really pisses me off about this business oh. right is that the fact that um one of the things that people put out there all the time is that they're always oh we're so good yep yeah, yeah we're good, good. yeah okay cool let me know too because i don't yeah. want to miss a fight sure. or anything but uh, but when it talks about the whole industry a lot of times people are using these crazy fillers they got all this garbage that's in the oh. product and it just throws people through a loop and people think that they're getting places a placebo effect possibly from for 90% of the stuff that's out there, right? And very little research to back it up. So how have you combated that? You know, I'm still, uh, it's almost, I don't want to say I'm fighting this because the more you fight, you're losing energy for the wrong things. Sure, sure, sure. I'm educating people. I'm sharing with them what to pay attention to when they choose their supplements. Recently, even as I'm at the expo, right, I got an email from one of MLB uh, players. He's recovering from injury and he's saying, I've heard great things about your product. And my coach actually told me to reach out to you. So you educate me. Mm -hmm. 
what I should be doing because one of my teammates failed the tests. Wow. Listen, there is a huge difference. Let's start from the foundation. If you're a professional athlete and you want to take a product, it's got to be tested by one of the three companies that check banned substances. Number one recognized is NSF Sport. Right. Two, Inform Sport, which stands for LGC as well. And then third, but probably, you know what, not the worst, but actually equally good, if not even better, it's BSCG, Ben Substances Group, that really started creating the testing, Ben Substance testing. If your product wasn't checked by one of the companies, don't you put your hands on it. Like... Especially in college, right? At college. College and especially pro leagues. Okay. I mean, Joe, you're suspended for four sometimes games. That can keep your team from being in the playoffs right. and winning a championship because of your decision and not paying attention. And the companies will tell you, or oh, our product is clean. Yeah, of course, I've never met a CEO or a, you know any distributor of a product that would say, yeah, we are filled with you know um, we're filled with fillers. Yeah, we have banned substances because it's cheaper to do it. Right. I mean, and, and, and that's the thing. It's not regulated from that standpoint either. Correct. I mean, so a lot of people think, oh, if, it's, if it was able to be imported. No. And I Correct. used to help out a couple companies. I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but do some horrible things with importing. Um, and seeing how a lot of those supplements were just laying around the warehouse, I mean, it was pretty disgusting. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you, do you know what? Here's what you said. Yeah. You said laying around the warehouse yeah. and how they were even stored. Right. People need to understand that contamination can take place during production. This is what I have learned as a CEO of a company. It can happen. So if your product is not tested post-production, you really do not know what could take place. And you might be jeopardizing, again, your performance. Mm -hmm. So there are great new companies, well-known. Hundreds of millions of dollars worth. Yep. They do not test it because it costs money. So here I am, new company, completely. I mean, on the market since October 2017. And I spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars per one product to be tested. Wow. I mean, we're speaking of minimum $10,000 for one test mm-hmm. over one product. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do that. Nope. But I want to have not only, you know, yesterday giving a talk at uh, the Nutrition and Change Behavior Cha- uh, Behavioral Change Summit, it was very quick, five minutes. Um, but I said, you have to pay attention what's on the label and also if the product was tested. And now let's go to fundamentals again, because being tested by one of the companies, that just means two things. You do not have a bent substance in your product. And two, if you did additional exactly testing with them that cost extra money, that what's on the label, it's inside of the product. Because probably at least 80% of the supplements, they say that they have 100 milligrams of something and it's five milligrams. And so people need to be aware of that as well. So you have only those two things checked, right? Now, let's talk about what's actually on the label. Mm People don't understand fundamentals, and that is what is going to change with my company and the education that I'm trying to create on the platform where healthy movement, nutrition, and communication meets. I want to tell people the fundamentals that everyone else is keeping away from them. Perfect example, 
other ingredients that are under the supplement facts, right? Mm -hmm. The main label, those are the ones people need to start paying attention to because that's where the fillers go in. Yep. That's where the additional sugar goes in. So even though it was tested by one of the companies I just mentioned, it means nothing if the product is actually healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It means nothing just because it has, hypothetically speaking, 20 grams of protein, right? That doesn't mean that there is no heavy metals. That doesn't mean that there is not actually more fillers and additional sugar added. And that is going to affect your gut and that's going to affect clarity of the mind. Again, performance. And so, you know what's crazy? A lot of times what you'll see on those labels is that, you know, blend right at the bottom there, a proprietary blend that they just kind of yeah. And then they'll list out like 20 different things with commas next to it. Correct. Them. And then they'll say, Correct. you know, 50 milligrams. You're like, okay. Yeah. I, what is what what is that breakdown, right? Yeah. And, and, you Valid know, point. That is one of the things that um, I'm looking forward to people really pressing and pushing back on. I, I and, really am as well. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. I mean, because that goes into the overall education of it. Yes. So tell me what you guys did to produce your products. I think that's really important for everybody to know. Uh, so uh, what we did to produce it? Yeah. Okay. So I really wanted to pay attention as a structure balance coach, right? Mm -hmm. What happens with the athletes post-workout? So I want to support the blood flow and I want it to really have some impact on the inflammation. Yep. Natural inflammation is very good for us, let's face it. We generate inflammation as we train. But the chronic inflammation is what gets us into trouble and into diseases and into injuries, right? right? So I said, okay, what ingredients I need to put in to really have some impact on it? Here is what I did. In 2015, when I was traveling um, you know, with, with NFL, I hired individual phenomenal researchers, and I said, this is what I want you to pay attention to. Red spinach, mm -hmm. that's really not well known. Beets are better known here, but they're not standardized. Right. They're very inconsistent. And a recent study done by University of um, Indianapolis, Purdue University of Indianapolis, actually proved that. They actually tested my product. There was 25 different beet-related products that they tested, right? Just for the nitrates levels, and that's why people buy beets, to really have that nitric oxide production, right? That for athletes gives endurance. I said, well, I want a nitric oxide post-workout, post-game. Nobody talks about having post-benefits of the whole NO no. levels, right? What about exactly post-travel time? Yeah. The travel time is crazy yeah, for yeah. athletes. I mean, we would sometimes land at 1 o'clock in the morning. Nobody has anything valuable next to them besides, you know, fried chicken or other great, lovely food. Uh, you know, goodies. Oh, don't even get chicken. me started on that one. <laughs> yeah. I would have so many fights, <laughs> so many fights about that. But so having something valuable in a, you know, pocket, mm -hmm. in a little sachet that there is red spinach, there is red beet, there is aronia berry, super antioxidant that was tested for cardiovascular health, that was tested for anti-inflammatory properties, mm -hmm. right? Supported with turmeric and ginger. Super important for inflammation. 100%, yeah. So that's what I really created and I started to pay attention to. I'm like, okay, what can I do to support the natural oxide production? And listen, as we are speaking, we are actually doing research. We are actually conducting clinicals. They are not done. They're, a lot of them are international. Mm -hmm. And I'm really crossing my fingers and I know that we are on something good. 
I, I believe in my product. So far, the few selective athletes that are using it, they have great results. But it comes down to consistency, like with anything, right? You brush teeth every day. You eat every day. You don't take supplement that supports your recovery once a month and you expect magic to happen. It just doesn't happen this way. Right. And, and the same, I'm educating exactly athletes on connective tissue health. We are just about to, probably two weeks away from getting to our facility, collagen peptide. With the mixture of red spinach, red beets, aronia berry. I'm looking forward to that one Calcium too. borate, me too. It's Man. like a little baby for me, really. Little baby coming out of me with a huge joy. <laughs> huge joy. Uh, red spinach baby. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? People are not familiar with the differences even. Yeah. So let's for a really second talk about that. Red spinach and red beets, huge difference. Red spinach is actually water extract, standardized to 9% nitrates, what means that that's the only standardized extract, vegetable extract on the market in the world, period. Beets are not, they're very inconsistent, like I said. So if you want boost for energy, mm -hmm. if you want to support your body to really be better recover with the nitric oxide products, reach for those in organic actually ingredients coming from the vegetables because we know that they have a better effect on cardiovascular and the blood plasma than the L-arginine in itself or citrulline that, you know, professional, not professional even athletes, but bodybuilders yep. use, right? Yeah, I use it all the time. Yeah, there yeah. are overall long-term Clinical studies right now are showing, Joe, that it's not so good for your blood plasma. I believe that it. That, you know, natural sources, but in, they're called inorganic sources of yeah. nitrates, are much, much better for you. Mm -hmm. The release to the, you know, bloodstream is slower, but steady. Mm -hmm. And then better effect overall on your cardiovascular health. That was one of the things I personally noticed anytime I used to take my 3,000 milligrams of, like, L-arginine. It was one of those things where it was like, honestly... I would uh, take it, get an extreme quick boost, and it was awesome, <laughs> you know, but then it faded like within a matter of 45 minutes or so, right? Sure. It was out. So, but I've noticed with your product, when I take it, it's much more lasting. It's, it definitely doesn't give me those extreme highs and lows. It gets much more, you know, a consistent pump. Basically. You know what's it. nice? Because, you know, without having yet the clinical studies, there are so many hypotheses, right? Right. And sometimes I get a very good questions, and I said to people, I don't know the mechanism of the action why athletes sleep better on my product. I, I can't answer that question yet. Unfortunately, I can't. I can't tell you why the linebackers wake up the next morning and they feel rejuvenated and they text me and they say, hey, I just want you to know that unfortunately I can't give you a testimonial because I'm sponsored by other companies. Sure, sure, sure. But it's a joy to my heart, joy. Like literally, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that because I know it's helping them. Well, I mean, a lot of times people are always waiting for the, um, the uh, lots of actual research to kind of show. And I'm like, look, you know, if it works for you, then that's a, I mean, a lot of times we're our own bus case studies, right? Absolutely. Run it on yourself. You don't have to wait for all the answers to kind of, you know, totally be kind of outlined through like science. Science will catch up, right? But if it's working for you now, then what's wrong with moving forward with that, right? Listen, this is a valid point, super good point that you just brought up. 
everyone is different. Yeah. Let's pay attention to it. Yeah. All of us have a different genetic codes. Yep. What's working for you may never work for me. Right. What's working for the person next to you in your yoga class, maybe because they can bend over and touch the heels down to the ground right. while they, you know, it may not work for you. Yeah, yeah. You may not be there yet. The same is with nutrition, yeah. movement, nutrition, communication. What is going to motivate one athlete? It's not going to motivate the other. Right. We are such a unique creatures and we have to accept that embrace it and be proud and happy about this mm -hmm. it's unique it's beautiful it's amazing and people should really pay attention to themselves first before they pay attention to anyone else and i say that to athletes in a specific way i said listen you may be facing the next few weeks trying to lose weight different supplementation different nutrition different progression the other one guy needs to gain a muscle mass. Right. The third one is really having a bad absorption. He doesn't absorb the nutrients. He needs to start paying attention to his gut flora. Right. There are different things three different athletes will be doing. They can't take the same thing over and over. But then there is the generic things that everyone should be taking, yep. right? It's just good for everyone. Everyone needs to eat. Vegetables. Let's start with the fact that yeah. your diet is fundamental. Yeah. We cannot talk about supplements are not going to substitute your nutrition. I almost call your, I mean, I almost call what you have food though. I mean, because it is food, right? It's just extra. Yes, those are so valid point. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. So my product is based on standardized extracts, which means with each dose, mm -hmm. you know what you are getting. Yeah. I sometimes say to athletes, you all go to get the juices. Juices being stripped out of the nutrients. Mm -hmm. What are you getting out of it? You don't know. Yeah. We don't test the juices. And I'm not saying don't drink juices because that's not what I'm trying to say. Probably don't drink the commercial juices that have shit a lot of sugar in them. I am not scared to say that. <laughs> Smoothie King. <laughs> yeah, just let's go to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Cannot stand it. Sugar, it's your enemy. Right. Bottom line. It contributes to inflammation. We know that. Let's speak about this. Some of the biggest major brands should be ashamed of themselves and actually start adapting new changes so they change the patterns, what they feed society with. We're having, you know, almost less emotionally connected people because of the sugar, I truly believe, and we're doing it to ourselves. Right. We are really responsible for the changes that need to come in front of us. But do not stray away from what you are trying to say because no, it's, it's very good. easy. It's good. It's, yes, my product is based on extract, standardized extract of nitrates, standardized extracts of antioxidants, mm -hmm. yes, and then we have an extract of um, turmeric that it's a, has a compound of 55% of curcuminoids, and then we have a ginger, mango extract again. All of the ingredients were clinically tested. All of the ingredients are in a specific amount that really matter. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take 10 servings to get the benefit. That's what bothers me about supplements as well. They say, oh, we have those ingredients. I'm like, let me take a look how much of it you have per serving, to your point. Right. Proprietary blends. Right. I have a proprietary blend, red spinach, red beets, and aronia, a berry. But it's a massive. It's almost 4 grams of that. It's not 20 milligrams. Eight grams, it's one serving. Like this is a massive serving compared to, you know, many, many companies. And people will come to me and they're like, there is no shortcuts with you. I said, no, sir. They're like, oh, why don't you go to Vitamin Shop? Why don't you go to, do you know what, GNC? I'm like, that's not a place for my product. It's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. I am too good of a product to be there. And I'm not scared to say that. I don't want to be there. 
Yeah. It's it's a different level of cleanness, yeah. superiority, yeah. quality of ingredients, quantity of ingredients, and safety. And that's where results are met. Again, I did a presentation in front of NBA strength coaches, in front of you know NHL coaches, and recently um, MLB as well in the uh, winter meetings. But the presentation that I actually could do was in front of NBA strength coaches allow me to communicate with them. I said, not only our product has a quality sources of each ingredient, and I'm so picky about that, I almost meet the CEO of the company where it's being taken. I want to understand the processing. I want to understand the extraction. Yeah. I want to understand the soil condition, everything, before I will actually choose that ingredient, right? Then it's particular amount, and then the product, when it's finished, needs to be tested. If every company did it, we probably would have maybe 10 supplements on the market. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, and no, I believe it. I believe it because a lot of times these uh, larger um, vitamin consultants out there, they, they have a couple warehouses or, or a, couple, a couple vendors that they use to source a lot of their main fillers ingredients from you know overseas Disgusting. who knows where and nobody tests them nobody knows oh. where they're coming from for the most part right Brilliant. and then end up here in the u.s and we say okay pack it in and that's creatine right <laughs> you know joe so i'm boiling inside right yeah. now oh yeah. so again valid point and just because my passion comes out so here's what i did <sighs> i ask my guys mm -hmm. and you know i'm i have researchers in different places that Either I hire for independent, do you know what, um, case studies that I have, or I've built such a strong relationships that if I ask, hey, can you purchase those products and test them for me, individual ingredients, so I know what the company is saying on the certificate of analysis, right. it's the truth. Right. Recently, we tested Aronia Berry. We got Aronia from France, we got Aronia from Korea, from Japan, from China, from Canada, from US. Mm -hmm and then mine from Poland, right? I'm using an organic source from Poland. And great tested product. Joe, two out of the sources that I said didn't even use Aronia. Wow. <laughs> it's because every That's berry surprised. has a genetic code. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't Aronia. So I don't know what it was, yeah. but it definitely wasn't Aronia that people, when they're buying that source, it's not what they're getting. That it was on a certificate of analysis. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of companies buy stuff from China. Oh, yeah. 100%. A lot because it's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And then it's the biggest, the, the, you know, that's my favor. The source comes from Europe, but then it's shipped to China and processed there. So companies say, oh, it's European. I'm like, where was it made? Right, right. That's my main question. And you know what? I'm a small company again. I care. I really care, not just because I'm small. I care and I always will. I go to the shows because it's my baby, it's my face, it's my name behind it, it's my passion, my dedication, and people I hire. I need to be there. I need to ask the questions. Nobody will care more than I do. It's true. And unfortunately, with the big companies, you see representatives. You see, you know, kids that are just being hired to make some money, and I'm like... Fresh out of college, just, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Shortcuts. I mean, I mean, because, you know, the reality of it is a lot of these companies, and I, I know a couple of these players, they have to meet their margins so they can get in GNC. Uh, 
yeah, and the margins got to be 70 percent so if you can so it, because they have to give gnc 50 yep. percent right i mean i mean so it's one of those plays where they're cutting all the corners possible yep so that you can get this mass distribution out so that you can have this garbage product on the line that will just do volume and it's not really about affecting change or really getting people results it's just about getting product through the door and getting numbers up are you ready yeah so here i am in um in orlando a few weeks back um you know at the expo for the nhl strength coaches and athletic trainers phenomenal expo what a great level of education from the coaches i really was positively surprised from the quality of the questions that yeah. were coming from the coaches what they wanted to know what the athletes were going to take right so here is, you know, no names particularly. Here's a great expo, you know, person standing next to me having a booth. And it's a representative, one of the coaches. We have a great communication and, and we're starting to, you know, chat about the industry, how dirty mm-hmm. it is yeah. and how our the two companies really care. And he's telling me a story. He goes like, do you know how the big brands, you know, how much it costs them to actually get the protein from China? They want to be below like $3. Yeah. Three dollars, mm-hmm. and they're selling it for fifty. Yeah, hundred percent. My my one ingredient cannot even come close, Joe. Yeah. My, I mean, we're speaking. When I said to you know a friend of mine who was in a, a industry in a supplement industry, he said to me, he was like, "You will not survive." I said, "Why so?" He goes like, "You have to make sure that your product costs like five you know bucks to make in order." To, I'm like, dude. Yeah. I'm five times more before I actually come out of a production. He goes like, Barbara, you will not survive. I'm like, watch me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quality matters more. And it's just the voices of the people like me that will start speaking and educating people. Why? And listen, my product is not more expensive, Joe. I just decided to make well less money. Mm-hmm. My product is $59.99. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody else just beat. Mine has seven valuable, incredible ingredients, high quality standardization of each ingredient or majority of them right 59 there is 49 right one ingredient coming from china yeah i mean ten dollars difference but you are getting a quality with each ingredient with each serving and then the product is tested actually the others one are not so i'm asking myself i'm like am i ripping myself apart here no the answer is no it's the passion that i have and the opportunity i want to give people to have the same quality product for very similar if not equal amount of money and they can test the difference so look i mean i I think what you're doing is spot on because it's only a matter of time especially these days people are getting people are getting exposed and there's, I mean, and you're seeing it throughout all types of ways, right? People, whatever you do in the dark is starting to really come to the light. Yes. And, and so it's one of those places where the companies that are doing this, right, as people become more educated, they're like, holy, you know what? And so I pay 60 bucks, 60 bucks, but this one, um, these guys are just going to profit 90% on this one. And it's only $6 of like real ingredients going into it and and this one's 30 bucks of real product going into it i mean that stuff's going to start to show and so i think this course that you're that you're on that you're playing with is this it's the only way to go thank you it's the only way to go and i think people are going to turn on to it we're going to catch on and say you know what i feel different on your product the research hasn't come yet but i feel different on your product and that's a good place for me to start you know the only and and i was so happy to see that it's almost like you know what as I shared with you, I lost my mom in the middle of the process in a tragic accident. 
and um, you know the aronia berry is such a big part of her because she educated me on that berry as wow. a you know growing up child and um, then I interviewed valuable professors from medical university in Warsaw who spent their entire life on it but the reason I brought you know my mom into the picture is because there was no shortcuts mm-hmm. my mom would always say you do it the right way mm-hmm. and it will pay off I've always done it all my life listen I don't like failures mm-hmm. I'm an athlete I'm competitive anyone who knows me knows that about me I don't take no for the answer I will find a way I don't sleep as much as maybe other people at times others are partying when I'm doing my research and I love it yeah, yeah. my husband sometimes screams from do you know what the bedroom is like honey when are you coming mm-hmm. I'm like baby why don't you fall asleep I will come <laughs> and snuggle with you in a, a probably two hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like do you know what he wakes up he was like Woman, you are crazy. It's two o'clock in the morning. It doesn't feel like two o'clock in the morning because I love doing what I do. Sure. But there's no shortcuts. There's really none. If you are passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work. If you want to succeed in something, you have to do it the right way. Shortcuts, sooner or later, it will be a dead end. Yep. You will face them yep. sooner or later. With anything, Joe, some of the aspects we emphasize right now more than less it comes to movement, biomechanics of your body, uh, you know, not doing the right warm-ups, not taking care of your body post-workouts, uh, doing the right recovery movements, not just you know, foam rollers, not just dry needling. What do you do for yourself? How do you connect with your breath? How do you connect with the movement to really hit the parasympathetic system, to give yourself a beautiful balance so your body starts to recover? Mm-hmm. Those are important aspects of recovery, not just for athletes. By the end of the day, you and me, 100%. travel time, yeah. crazy office hours. Yeah. You have to give yourself the time and deliver to the body what it needs to stay on that high level. So then we look into, do you know what? Any aspect of performance, nutrition, movement, communication, it will face dead end sooner or later if you will go into the shortcuts you got to do it the right way and the right way is the honest way and the right way is really paying attention putting time your heart into it and it will pay off it will not pay off today yeah but it's being patient with the process it's laying that groundwork and enjoying yeah. the process don't be frustrated don't you think that you know what there are days when i'm like right when (laughs) why not and then i sit down and i said take a deep inhale it will come it will come it may come tomorrow do a b c be consistent i always like to say rum wasn't built in one day nope it really wasn't but it could be destroyed in one day you know man i mean this has been a phenomenal conversation, honestly. Thank you, Joe. Because Always be, is with well, you. Well, well, you know, I, I already knew this was going to happen, <laughs> to be quite honest <laughs> with you, because after we first met, the, you know, a couple, was it last month back? Yeah, like at the it's whole, like barely back a Back in Chicago. Right? I mean, it, seriously. I mean, it was one of those things. We just hit it off and me, like, oh, this is going to be ridiculous as soon as she comes on the show. And it was everything I thought it would be, man. I mean, and, and Thank you. I really hope that 
Um, well, let me say this. I'm going to do my part to really get the message out because I think it's important. Thank you. It's not even just about your product to me. You know what I mean? Yes, I think you have a great product, but it's so much bigger that people need this so they can be healthier and live more fulfilling lives. And that's something that I'm passionate about. So, so I mean, I think your product is one way to it, but the education is behind that's what everybody needs. Thank you. Whether they choose to pick up your product or not, and we're going to have a you know code for them to have a discount or whatnot through, sure, through the website. Sure, absolutely, yes. But, but it's one of those things where I think that the education is everybody needs that and just understanding the actual coaching behind what you're saying about how you make tough choices and tough love and every yeah. every ceo needs that you know it, it's like i invite people whoever is listening right now mm-hmm. on july 9th we mm-hmm. will do a free webinar most of them will be really because i want people to get the right message you have to give I'm me the sharing. links and all that, so I'll, I'll put it like yes. in the whole show notes. I will make sure that I will give you the link to the free webinar. And I'm inviting actually a speaker from UK. Wow. She started a, a psychology, uh, a food clinic. How behavior, how food choices affect our well-being and how we struggle with weight because of our habits and of our mental imbalances, right? Wow. So I want to do the webinar with her. And I'm coming as a you know, mov- movement coach saying how that affects your movement how that affects your confidence mm-hmm. and confidence, a, cl- a pure clarity on your mind. Mm-hmm. People read you, man, more than you can imagine. Yeah, body language is crazy. It's insane and we don't teach that at school. Mm-hmm. We don't teach that CEOs. We don't teach the people who work for us. I walk into my office and I see my Dino assistant. I see her face, I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> she goes, how can you tell? I'm like, you're scared all over your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're terrified. Terrified. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, it's in your shoulders. Every, exactly. Yeah, I here, it. here, here. I mean, it, people need to start paying attention. Not to look into mirror mm-hmm. how they dressed up. How they see themselves is what matters. And do they feel it? Not just see it. Mm-hmm. There is the disconnect and misconnect, right? Mm-hmm. I like to call it misconnect. Because it really is. They're missing the freaking connect. Sure. That matters. Do you feel? And, you know, then, listen, I love electronics. They help us to spread the word. They help us share. But we're so disconnected emotionally because of that. Yeah. The one-on-one we have right now, that's amazing. Yeah. That's what is missing, Joe. You know, it's funny. It was one of the main reasons why I was like, you know, when I started doing podcasting, I want to do it in person. Like, I, people say, oh, can we do Skype? I'm like, ah, let's just wait so we can link up in person. Because it's more about this yes. in person than it is about getting it out. I mean, that's nice through the masses, but the relationships that you build from it is just, is, is everything. Oh, that's life. Yeah, yeah. That's the journey. Yep. You know, I can't tell you, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't allow my female mm-hmm. Eastern European former athlete ego down and I wouldn't embrace the help Hmm. and the new relationships into my life. Interesting. I will say that over and over again, not just to female, to male. If I didn't allow my ego, if I didn't kick it on the sideline, and I said, I cannot do it myself. I was raised beautiful way, but that wasn't the full way. That wasn't the fulfilled way. There was so much more to learn from different people who are from different countries, from different continents. They were having things that I never faced as a young child. They were introduced to mentalities, to methodologies, to systems that I never had and never would if I didn't say to myself, 
that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know it, so let's not reject it. I don't know it. Let's bring it on. Mm-hmm. Let's embrace it. Let's learn. Let's go deeper. And this is, I think, and we can finish with that note. If you're listening still, mm-hmm. after whatever time it was, almost <laughs> probably an hour. Yeah, a little bit of an hour. I, yeah, good. I love speaking. Good. And talking with you is such a joy. We always do that. Allow new things to come to your life. Learn more about what you don't know than what you know. And that will make you a bigger and more beautiful, more balanced person. Love it. You know what, Barbara? You got to tell everybody how to find you, how to find your company. So give them the websites and the best yeah, social I would to, love it. to, to connect so with you. So I just created the new platform that I was speaking. Mm-hmm. It's called redsyncyourcore.com where healthy movement, nutrition, and communication meet. And then, you know, that's about the three different aspects, but then that's where Resync is also, you know, featured as one of the supplements. There is so much more to come about the movement. That will come in July, so stay tuned. Uh, But even the webinar, I will make sure that I will give you the link so your listeners can come and join. It's July 9th, I believe at 12 o'clock, need to double check, but I truly believe 12 o'clock Eastern time. Mm -hmm. And there will be a replay. If you cannot make it, you know what, it will be displayed on the homepage of our website so people can listen anytime it's convenient for them. Really cool, really cool. Barbara, man, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, I have the a, same here. I mean, I, I gotta let you go because you have a flight that's coming. I, know. I, I know. could literally talk to you for like another three hours, so I'm gonna let you get out of here, but man, I really enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for everybody for just tuning in, listening. Thank you, guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening to The Real Value Exchange. Until next time, you guys be great. <laughs>